0: Welcome to the Building BN Podcast, where we take an inside look at Bloomington normal economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners. Hosted by your BNEDC. We'd like to start off and get some background on our guest and just basically find out if you weren't born here, like how the heck did you end up here? So how did you become a are you normal or Bloomington? Bloomington Normarian?
1: I am a Chicagoan. Okay, there we go.
0: So, a, what? Yeah, what's the background? How did you end up in Bloomington? A Norman? proud
1: product of the Chicago Public School System. Nice Cub, Cubs, Sox, north, north Side, North Side. Okay, North Side, where I'm from, but we will root for the South Side team now and then. I'm more a Cub fan than a Sox fan, but the first game I ever saw was at Comiskey Park. Okay, okay. So I, the child of immigrants, and. Uh, Wound up going through the Chicago Public School System, went to the University of Illinois, got a finance degree nice. uh, during my time at the U of I. I'd always been sort of a news geek. Um, I was one of those dorks who couldn't wait for the Newsweek to show up every week so we could <laughs> read that. And then, uh, so I, I wound up as an extracurricular getting a- aligned with a, a radio station at the U of I. Uh, could only be heard in, heard in the dorms. and. Um, got lucky, somebody heard me, uh, put me on the FM station, and that sort of started me on a uh, news career that took me to Northwestern University for grad school. Oh. So I was, went to the Medill School of Journalism, wound up in D.C. Uh, as a, uh, during a, uh, an internship out there where they, they actually run a news outlet out of, New, uh, out of Washington, D.C., and uh, would do some reporting for a couple of stations in Chicago and one in Bloomington Normal. Okay. And uh, at one point, uh, at the close of that particular session, uh, the folks here at WJBC said, Well, we have a job. Would you be interested in coming out to interview? And I thought, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. you know I, from Chicago, went to the U of I. Do I really want to go back to Central Illinois mm-hmm. uh, when I've got the whole country there just waiting for me sure. and, my, and my immense talents? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I. I talked with a uh, one of my instructors professors out uh in the dc program and um basically said what are you here for and i said well i'm here to get my degree and get a job in journalism he said "Uh, they're offering you a job in journalism i think he said are you an idiot uh, or are you going to take the job so i came back to uh, took the job in at wjbc and uh intending to stay for a year or so Earn some stripes and start moving up the ladder, the radio ladder, and radio news, and saw myself eventually at in Chicago or or uh, Indianapolis or some big city, and uh, and that worked out just fine. Except I'm still here, forty <laughs> some years l- later.
0: So this was supposed to be the testing ground, and you were supposed to end up at a bigger city. Uh, but yeah, starting out in D.C. and then yeah, you know, being in Chicago, we were had the rolled at your fingertips and a lot of really good food too.
1: Yeah. Um, I wound up actually here spending 13 years at WJBC during its heyday. It was um, it was a, a, a great period of time, uh, very competitive between WJBC and the pantograph news departments mm. at the time. It was a dog-eat-dog dog kind of thing, and, and then transitioned a little bit later after 13 years there to Chestnut Health Systems, which was a very small organization, and I left Chestnut 30 years later, retired as the chief operating officer, and we'd grown to... Uh, About a $50 million annual budget and uh, about 750 employees all around the state of Illinois and elsewhere. That's awesome. So it's been an interesting run for a long time and it's all been here.
0: That's a similar story to mine where you start off in one field and end up in a completely different one. Um, But it sounds like it worked out all right for you. Then another fun question we like to ask our guests is what is a fun or interesting fact about yourself?
1: You know, I asked this of my wife. I said, "What should I, what should I suggest as an interesting uh, personal fact?" And uh, she said, "Well, you really don't have any." <laughs> um, so I, I did uh, recall. This was back in my early days. I was when I was in Washington D.C. I had the opportunity to interview Donald Rumsfeld, who hmm. was at that point the chief of staff to President Gerald Ford, and had an interview in the uh, in, in his office, just adjacent to the. Uh, at the Oval Office so um, I got got near power at that point and got nearer the following year when President Ford was doing a whistle-stop tour through Illinois during the 1976 campaign and uh, I was on the train with him and uh, they called us in and about three or four of us had a little interview with President Ford so I nice. was able to interview the president it was the only time I got close to a president that I can recall during my journalism years okay
0: So hopefully it was a good interview and you didn't get close again because it was such a bad interview.
1: I'm sure they had reason (laughs) to not get me close to President Ford or any other person of authority. All
0: right. Well, we covered some of the roles that you had, uh, you know, throughout your history here in town and various places, but uh, you wanna talk a little bit about your current role with our airport authority?
1: I, I currently serve as chair of the airport authority board and have been on the board for probably 14 or 15 years now. Uh, coming to the end of, of my run there, but it's been a uh, it's been very interesting, and I think we've been uh, both as a board and uh, during the the management team has been exceptionally effective, uh, particularly these last five or ten years, uh, guiding us as as oh, we all had to go through the the COVID mm-hmm. incident and uh, the epidemic that virtually shut down the airport, but we've come roaring back. Uh, the airport is very vibrant. It is an essential part of our economic uh, environment here in Bloomington-Normal and McLean County. We are, I think, and speaking not so much as a board member but as a citizen, uh, we are extraordinarily fortunate to have such a vibrant and uh, forward-thinking uh, airport that uh, that serves so much. Uh, I think people tend to see uh, what, what they see in the... Uh, walking in the door as they're going to board a flight but they don't see behind the scenes. They they don't see the hundreds of acres of land that is developable at the airport. Uh, they they don't see all that's going on in terms of general aviation which is the, the folks who have their own planes. Uh, we currently have a 26 million dollar project going on at the airport. One of the biggest in, in our history. Uh, the What many people as they drive by on Empire Street have seen what State Farm has built out Mm -hmm. at the airport, which is now the second uh, largest building at the airport. Uh, We're, again, very fortunate to uh, have FedEx as uh, a major tenant at the airport. In fact, FedEx has um, the largest employee group of any at the airport, including the airport itself. Uh, There are um, just so many f- fine developments that are that have occurred at the airport over the last number of years um, you know we we talk about economic development uh, on this podcast and and elsewhere in the community and do so all the time um, and I, I think I've I've heard you say Patrick you know the the six R's of, of uh, development which uh, include runways <coughs> rivers roads railway routers and research <laughs> uh, and I've never said that, but that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> well, it does make a lot of sense. I was trying to give you credit for something. Yeah, uh, at least take it. I okay, mean, yeah. take, take the credit, even though you never thought of it. But when you look at those six, and uh, they were in an article I, I just reviewed not long ago, uh, runways, uh, roads, and railways, that's the Central Illinois Regional Airport. Mm-hmm. Um, many people don't recognize that we have a vital rail line running right through the airport. Uh, at, at the south end of the airport and it runs directly to uh, to Rivian. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you look at the the six hours of development if you will uh, the runways, the roads, we're right in the middle of, of the hub of all those interstates mm-hmm. 55, 74 um, and 39 and and the railway. Um, so there is an awful lot going on behind the scenes and and behind the terminal when you're boarding a flight there?
0: Yeah, I think it's, uh, I don't want to say out of sight, out of mind, but most people that are probably here utilize it and appreciate it for uh, the travel convenience, but you you hit the nail on the head with FedEx. Like, you know, if you don't have that, that's not just a major employer, but that leads to our quality of life and quality of place, having that um, delivery service. But the potential um, is something that I noticed uh, early on. Um, whenever I got here and realized that, yeah, the airport land extends outside the fence and does touch that rail line uh, because when it comes to distribution and we've had a couple prospects come through very interested and the major hangup was a lot of that down there was missing infrastructure. Um, So the fact that there has been a couple asks and uh, trips to DC with infrastructure in mind and then the latest announcement as well uh, from the state um, for more infrastructure, that's literally the first objective in economic development back to your six Rs, it's all infrastructure-based. If you don't have that, um, you're just sitting on grass. Uh, so the fact that you've got three of those down there, there could be potential for some more investment in that area, I think makes it prime uh, to really do some type of a distribution, um, a supplier hub. There's a, there's a lot of potential. And right now with the RFPs that we've got coming in, requests for proposals, uh, we're missing the main ingredient, which is the buildings themselves. And we've had developers interested specifically you know, in the airport. Uh, based off the infrastructure that's there and it's uh the hang-up is comes back to that lacking infrastructure to make it shovel ready and so some of the things you guys have done with the state and we've taken the dc have uh,
1: set us up that hopefully they start becoming shovel ready hundreds of acres available Um, many of them again when you walk in the terminal you you don't see Mm -hmm. all the developable acres but you do see 40 of those acres that are uh, that that front right on Empire, and, Empire yeah. and when you think what has developed on the north side of Empire with the healthcare organizations, the restaurants, and other retail, and it it is uh, such a it is arguably the last really valuable piece of land on that Route Nine as yeah. you're coming into Bloomington Normal from a. A uh, development standpoint. Right across
0: from the hotel as Mm -hmm. well and And inside the Enterprise Zone. Got to mention that so there's already some incentives built in.
1: And you mentioned the the million and a quarter that we were just able to uh, get granted from the state of Illinois for work that is being done. Again, people who are in Bloomington Normal probably don't realize that we have hundreds of acres of developable land that the airport controls south of the airport um, and uh, the million and a quarter will be matched by a million750 from the airport and that three million dollars will provide some of that Infrastructure so that land can be developed going forward uh, What what we have in in sight uh, If again with the help of the Economic Development Council and the folks you bring in We can see that area on the south end of the airport becoming an intermodal industrial development and there is not one mm-hmm. in, in the entire region, not just in Bloomington Normal, but uh, as you go miles and miles around, uh, there is not that kind of intermodal air, rail, ground uh, operation uh, that has been or can be developed. This is one place where it can be.
0: Yeah, no, for you guys to have that much land that's touching the rail, that's a big one. And of course, Peoria has uh, you know, the, the river system and they've got some rail over there and Decatur has an inland port, which can get you the road and the rail, but you guys have the air. And uh, so that makes it very, very um, interesting uh, for a lot of uh, potential RFPs. And that's the biggest challenge for us, you know, in economic development. If you've got a a low batting average, that's normal. Um, There's times you can go years without getting a single project. So we're very lucky to have that. But knowing that investment is being made, you know, in our area, specifically the airport, that's going to set us up for the future.
1: I think for people who who listen here uh, to to the podcast, I think would be surprised just to. Fun fact, as I like to say, Mm. uh, we're anticipating that FedEx will, in plane and deplane, about 13 million pounds of uh, cargo. No idea. And and that does not include the other cargo that's coming in. Uh, We have flights coming in on a very regular basis from all over the country and from outside the country, uh, from Mexico, and they're bringing in supplies for Rivian. Mm. And am,
0: am I correct? I don't want to speak out of turn here, and we might have to edit this out. But can't that airport handle bigger planes than what's coming in now?
1: Oh, certainly. Yeah. when you look at the, uh, and I'm, I'm not great. Yeah, with, yeah I'm not going to get too much
0: into specifics of it all. But I, my understanding is it can handle handle more, um, and it's set up to be bigger than what it is.
1: We can uh, we can handle at the Central Illinois Regional Airport up to a, I believe a seven fifty seven. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you see the large. FedEx jet who's sitting there all the time Mm -hmm. that goes in and out every day and um, on a uh, commercial basis for passengers we rarely we we routinely have 150 160 passenger flights coming in and out nice yeah it's one that um,
0: well even growing up in central Illinois we always come to Bloomington normal and it was just easier to get around but also you don't really appreciate it until you live in chicagoland but the free parking matters <laughs> if you're gonna be gone for some time um so no it's it's, it's a wonderful resource on uh,
1: both sides the free parking matters and the fact that you can get from Bloomington normal to any place any not place. only in the united states but any place in the world in 12 14 16 hours mm-hmm. uh, whether you're going from here to atlanta or you're going from here to uh to dallas you're going from here to Chicago, um, making one stop, and you can get to pretty much anywhere. Yeah, and we take great pride in that.
0: No, it's a, it's a wonderful resource, and like, like they do a real economic impact on the economy. I don't even know if it can be measured. I mean, a lot of things when we run through our software through Implant, you can say the amount of jobs, but the ripple effect coming from that airport, not just like we we've talked about the development potential, um, but I think that FedEx is a great you know um, example of what that could be, but. You mentioned earlier, there's a lot of development that's going on in that side of town already with the hotels and some of the best restaurants that we have Um, potential on that side. But the other side that people don't see because most people don't drive back there. um, It is. I mean, for the distribution and the industrial park on that side of town, which I like because it's on the outside still, you're not putting it in the core because there is a trend right now. People taking over old malls or shopping centers and putting distribution there. And that's not where we want it. So if we can keep it on the south side of the airport um, to utilize that rail with our friends at Norfolk Southern, um, I think there's a ton of potential. And you guys are making the steps along with the state um, to, you know, kick that off. And ideally, right now, one of our listeners is a developer that's done some type of intermodal work, and we can bring them in for a tour. And um, we're happy to travel as well to go to other airports that have figured this out um, around the country to see what else we need to incentivize to get this here because the potential's here and. We're still getting calls for different uh, suppliers, not just for Rivian, but other manufacturers in Illinois.
1: Our airport board and certainly our staff, uh, very vibrant, very very interested in talking with anybody who's interested in our community. And uh, we will be very innovative. Uh, we have done a, a great deal. One of the reasons FedEx moved over here was because they're able to reach so many more zip codes uh, from our location than from any place else. They were able to expand their reach, and we were able to be creative with FedEx to help bring them over here. It took us some time, it took us some years, but uh, we're, they're, they're great uh, partners with us at the Central Illinois Regional Airport, and we certainly are looking for more of, of that kind of work.
0: And also, it's uh, important to point out whenever people think about other uh, intermodal hubs or you know, even other airports, you can get 20 miles in 20 minutes here. <laughs> if you're leaving Chicagoland, anything they've got up there in Will County, um, good friends of ours, um, but yeah, you're going to be in traffic for, traffic for a while. So if you do any type of distribution out of the south side of the airport, um, you're going to get where you're going pretty quick, which is probably one of the reasons that FedEx uh, chose to do more there.
1: Access to the interstates. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, having three of them, it's it's amazing. I mean, even just, I mean, Central Illinois itself, you know, all of our uh, regional partners with, you know, having the Peoria Market in Champaign, Springfield, and Decatur, there's over a million people you know if you head out about 45 miles and it still gives you access to indianapolis and chicago and st louis Um, but i mean being in the core and that we are in the center you get all those people as well
1: and we've we've told commercial airlines there are 1.9 million people that live within about 90 minutes of here okay and the drive obviously to get from say joliet to bloomington uh, is a lot easier than going from (laughs) joliet to o'hare yes uh, so depending on what else
0: is going on for sure yeah
1: <laughs> um, so it's, it's a it's a sales pitch that we make but that we can defend when you just look at how easy it is to maneuver outside of central Illinois to be distinguished from the Chicago metro area definitely is
0: there anything else you want to cover about the airport before we jump into what else you love about this community Carl's awesome
1: yeah. Uh, we're very, very fortunate to have Carl Olson. He's been here for uh, 16, 15, 16, 17 years. Um, he is an airport guy through <laughs> and through.
0: His podcast is very interesting. I didn't even know they had degrees in this, but he is an airport
1: guy. <laughs> he, and, uh, and he loves it. And he talks about just loving to come into work every day. And I, th- I think for people who are coming into town, for developers, for uh, site selectors, uh, you're going to find a, uh, at, at the Central Illinois Regional Airport you're going to find again the staff and Carl in particular welcoming you with open arms and and asking what what is it they can do to mm-hmm. make your project work.
0: Yeah actually the last prospect we had in town that was here for a familiarization tour um, we hosted it out at the airport and their staff did a wonderful job it was really easy to get them in and out um, behind the scenes uh, and uh, help sell and yeah we're that project's still going so it's he's been great community partners um, especially with you guys in the work and a standardized incentive as well. That's another way that we could help incentivize development in our area. Um, but I think that the uh, collaboration um, and the people that are here, you can see that there's enthusiasm and Carl just exudes that when it comes to airports and uh, very welcoming, um, but that is the front door to a lot of people whenever they're coming in for a familiarization tour. So it's a great way to start off the visit.
1: And I would say hypothetically, uh, I don't want to say it definitively that you have to wonder would Rivian be here would Brandt have come here oh, yeah. would Ferrero have expanded have come here and expanded the way they have and God bless them and we're happy to have them but would they have done it without the airport the, the people who are coming uh, the, the folks from Brandt are coming in from Western Canada mm-hmm. um, they don't make it in here very easily except the Central Illinois Regional Airport right the uh, people from Ferrero are coming in from overseas mm-hmm. and from the East Coast. Uh, Again, not not easy to do unless you have the central Illinois regional airport.
0: Yeah. And we I mean, as citizens mostly use it for vacations. There is a whole nother world out there that people are using it for work. And you can see that with all the Rivian church that are coming in, State Farm as well. Um, No, there's a like, again, I want to say out of sight, out of mind. But um, what you notice expands and being on this side of things and seeing the amount of people that are coming in for work alone. It's an amazing resource. Yeah, I, I don't think that they would be if you didn't have that here not definitively, but yeah, I mean, every little bit helps. And that's that, that helps out with quality of life and quality of doing business with there. Let's shift gears and talk about, uh, we talked about prospects and have people in, but if you Alan sender, if I handed somebody off and said, Patrick's busy today, I have a prospect coming in. You got to get him to move here. Where are you taking them? What time of year is it? What are you going to do for the day?
1: Well, there's, there's plenty to do. And I've actually done that. I've, I've happy to show people around I'm very proud of the community uh, and the community has been very good to us and by us I mean uh, myself and uh, my wife and my family Um, it's been a great place to raise kids Um, it's been just a great place to live you have the access to so many of the amenities that you would expect in a big city Mm -hmm. but you don't have some of the uh, contentious difficulties that you might encounter living in a big city, including traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> where would we go? I think uh, I'm a big fan of normal. I live in normal. Uh, I would start in uptown normal and then head over to the quad at ISU, uh, go down to the Illinois Wesleyan campus. Uh, I'm a big fan also of the, uh, the older neighborhoods. Uh, yep. We all know what, uh, what the new neighborhoods are gonna look like, but some of the historic old neighborhoods will wow people, including the David Davis mansion, of course. Um uh, the parks that we have in the community are i think second to none whether you go to bloomington you go to miller park or any of the smaller parks or fairview park and the water slide to show what a family you know what, what we can do with a family when you talk about uptown normal and the children's discovery museum there's mm-hmm. so much to do for kids um constitution trail uh, i live nearby i'm on the trail probably every day uh even in the winter uh, what a wonderful amenity mm-hmm. uh, in our community. Uh, we need to stop for lunch. Uh, are we going to go to Luca? Or are we going to go to, uh, if, if, or are we going to go get a, a, a burger at Schooner's? Uh, for dinner, we can go to Epiphany and get cornflake chicken. Yeah, <laughs> so always, yeah. I can always bring that home and, <laughs> and be confident about that one. Uh, but uh, again you you look at as we drive around toward the airport and you look at the medical facilities that we have uh, that are available in in our community again it's something to be very proud of and we're very fortunate to have when you talk about economic development as as we have here today um, and and what what happens when you don't have economic development um, I, I would ask people in our community who else would you rather be in central illinois where else would you rather be yeah if not bloomington normal uh, wh- where do you see a, a better option and the answer is you don't oh. i'm not going to name other communities uh everybody is proud of their own home c- town but i think uh, we're in some respects especially in this part of the state maybe south of I-80, bloomington normal is really the paragon
0: mm-hmm. no i can say from experience and i've lived in other communities that Yeah, Bloomington Normal has been the envy. Um, if you just look comparison-wise, well, even just the rankings, you know, these rankings that come out that will say Bloomington's top for this or top for that, that's for the MSA because that's the way the census measures it, and it's based off of the demographics of the people that are here and the activity that's here. And there's a reason that we're on the top of a lot of those lists, and it either has to do with the healthcare, the quality of place, quality of life, Um, You mentioned traffic, yeah, I I, I don't like it when I hear people complain about traffic here, go live in Cook County for a little while. (laughs) Everything's relative.
1: Amen to that. Or DC. I I come from Chicago and, (laughs) uh, you know, my, growing up, I'd I'd get on a bus, uh, I would go to the L station, I'd get on the L, I'd go downtown, I'd go to a class or go to work. Uh, Back in my uh, high school and early college days. Hour, and, hour and a quarter, hour and a half, unless unless it was raining, or if it was snowing, and it might take me two hours to get home. Yeah, you know, here uh, I think it's going to I think it's going to snow, so I'm going to go home now, and I'll be home in seven minutes. Yeah, <laughs> um, it it does make a difference. The quality of life mm-hmm. is 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 can't really be compared to living in the chicago area and living in the suburbs and trying to commute to uh, an employment location whether it's in the suburbs or whether it's downtown
0: yeah you really have to ask yourself how do you want to spend your day and there's a lot of time up there that's spent in your car and there's a lot of amenities Um, but being where we're at centrally located we still have access to all that especially with the amtrak which we didn't discuss yet but that's a you know straight shot that's right in. you can work as you go Um, but yeah the quality of life because of the quality of place here and the people um, We've been here you know, four years and absolutely love it. And uh, so it's been a re- really easy sell, not just for workers, but for businesses coming in. So it makes my job really easy.
1: It sounds sort of pedestrian, but Midwestern folks are pretty friendly. Oh yeah. Now tell the story of uh, a relative uh, young child who uh, we were on the trail with her. She lived in the Boston area. They came to visit once. And we were on Constitution Trail, and she asked me, she was probably, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years old, if I knew all these people. And I said, well, no. And I said, why'd you ask? And she said, because everybody we saw on the trail said hello to you. <laughs> and she just coming from Boston. That doesn't happen. No. Yeah. Not a clue.
0: Yeah, I can I can see that. And we've even had, uh, well, I have some friends that do development down in, uh, the Southeast, uh, Florida area, and they said that any time that they want, you know, good workers, they'd recruit out of the Midwest in a heartbeat. Just because we've got a different mindset, and there is a friendliness, but it's also we make quality products, and that's why I'm glad to see all this manufacturing coming back to Central Illinois. You know, as raving grows, as Ferrero grows, hopefully some other ones come in pretty soon. Um, but it's 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 nice in economic development to focus on the manufacturing because there's such a big ripple effect when it comes to well, I mean, even the suppliers and uh, you know, helping out with transportation and logistics. I, like I love the service industry, um, all, the, all the insurance that we have here is great, all the finance we have is great, um, but there's a massive ripple effect when it comes from anybody making anything because of all the people that are in that chain. Um, and that's all has to do with the people that we have here um, that are really good at uh, manufacturing, but also back to the quality of life. It's a, more, more down to earth and I don't think there's very much pretentiousness going on here compared to coming from Chicagoland.
1: And having access to higher education here, oh yeah, through whether it's Illinois State, Illinois Wesleyan, Hartland, mm-hmm. um, it is such a benefit to the larger community. And the other aspect that you know, when we talk about living here is your ability to be involved in things in the community. Yes. Uh, when you're when you're driving an hour and a half home from work, uh, there's Good not luck. much of a chance to get involved mm-hmm. here. I will tell you, although my my kids are, are uh, grown and uh, and long out of school, but you want to take 15 minutes or half an hour out of your day, run to your kid's class and for a program and mm-hmm. run back, that is ultimately very meaningful going forward in their lives, in your life. And it's just not something that our friends who, and we have many who live in big cities, were able to do with their kids.
0: Yeah, catching t-ball or anything else, I not even know. Up, up in the suburbs, they can't have their council meetings until much later at night uh, because yeah people have to get out of the city in order to get home to make those meetings so yeah to be able to volunteer and to be involved in boards and commissions very important and you can get involved which we had heard from with people that have actually joined us on one voice that come from new york if so there's no way i could hop on a flight with a mayor and then go down to dc and get this involved to see the impact on my community that you can right here yeah so it's a lot of good things to tout in this area you did mention earlier the cornflake chicken is that your favorite food item or is there anything that competes with that in the area like if, the, if somebody's here and said you have to try this
1: is that it it's my go-to <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh, is it is it the best thing that is on any menu in town um uh, you know there's mediterranean you've got your choices of mediterranean and korean and thai and and uh, different indian uh Types of, of food, uh, but, and I like them all. And as as you can tell, I engage them all. <laughs> but uh, but if I have to just pick something up, and if it's sort of comfort food, mm-hmm. that's it. There you go. Nice.
0: Yeah, I always I'm gonna have to try it. But every time I'm there, I get a steak. <laughs> so I will I will try that next time at Epiphany Farms. And the last one um, you've pretty much already covered. But why does economic development
1: matter? Well, I sort of have covered it. Uh, Economic development matters because take a look at our community and then take a look at communities that have not engaged as uh, actively in economic development. Compare the communities, compare the lifestyles, compare the jobs that are available, uh, compare the, the, the essence of the communities, the underpinnings of the communities that are bolstered By economic development and we have been so active in that in this community for so many years now and it and you can see how it's paid off Uh, we're not although State Farm bless them for being here and they've been an essential element of this community for a hundred years but uh, but it's not as it was maybe 20 30 40 years ago it's not just State Farm anymore not with Rivian here not with Brandt here uh, not with uh, Ferrero here, and, and so many others, and so many small businesses and medium-sized businesses that are settling here. And again, uh, economic development is important because when you look around and see when it is not being done, you can see what kind of lifestyle you have versus what happens when you know that you're actively engaged in economic development as we are in this community.
0: Yeah, well, I agree. And uh, you mentioned some of it earlier and some economic development that the airport did on their own by being creative um, with uh, FedEx's, you know, deal to get that done. That's, I think, what this community has done a great job of. It's been forward thinking, controlling their own destiny. Um, it's something that, yeah, if you ignore, I, I treat the whole system as a flywheel. It can go both ways. It can slow down and go in reverse. And I think there were some times people might have thought that was happening here. And uh, you know, post uh, 2008, 2009 when everybody got hit, um, but it's ramped up and heading in the right direction now. And my goal and the goal of everyone here should be not to drop the ball. Like, don't take this for granted. There's other people that are waiting uh, to you know, get a chomp at this and anything that we've got going on. And uh, yeah, we need to keep this thing going. But it, uh, you're right, because I've seen other communities and you hear about them and uh, we don't want that happen to us. So it's to continue to focus and continue to raise a quality of life and quality of place for everyone that's here. Anything else you wanted to cover while I got you here?
1: I've got nothing to offer. Nothing to offer. Okay. Well, it's
0: been a great conversation, great history. Uh, You've done a lot in this community, Um, obviously, in a multiple career track. And also for any of the younger listeners, just because you got a degree in one thing doesn't mean you can't end up being, you know, running a a health organization later on. I had a similar track as well. Started off in One Direction and somehow ended up in Economic Development. Um, So that's another cool story that you've got. Uh, just on the uh, career side. But thanks for coming on. i um, looking forward to seeing what else uh, happens out at the airport.
1: Well, we will be actively engaged and look forward to working with you and all of the different options that you bring to the table uh, through economic <laughs> development. No pressure, though.
0: No pressure, yeah. None. N- none ever. <laughs> thanks again. Tune in next week as we continue to take an inside look at Bloomington Normal's economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners, and learn more about
1: RBN Advantage.